Hello people, hello people, this is Aram. Before we start out this week, we have another shout out to BattleBards. BattleBards is premium audio for all of your RPG tabletop needs. And this week, we're going to highlight some of the scripts BattleBards has put together to breathe some life into your NPCs. They've got innkeepers. Surely you do not wish to sully this establishment with your patronage. Random merchants. I can tell you have a keen eye for fine weaponry. Ship captains. If it's passage y'all be seeking, it won't be comfortable or cheap. And a variety of other languages like elves. Amin Infernals. Celestrials. Even a fire elemental in combat. So if you want your tabletop RPG to sound as good as God's Fall does, check out BattleBards.com. And another reminder, guys, we've got a ton of maps up on godsfall.com. We've got world maps, country maps, city maps. We've got maps of the tombs from last week. I've even got the handouts that I give to the players that differ from the maps I look at, hiding key features. My name is Aram Vartin. I'm the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, a custom 5th edition Dungeon & Dragons campaign in Washington, D.C. Last week, the party barely escaped from Cebu in a band of wild elf archers, and lost Adamiel as he turned himself in to their authority. Left on their own in the Ironwood, the party stumbled across Orem's temple and made their way inside, learning much about the demigod son of Ogun. As they explored the rotating crypt beneath the temple, the party became separated as dwarven skeletons came to life around them. So before we get started, let's take a look back and see where the players have been so far. This elf fires for Adamiel, as does that elf. The first arrow just kind of cuts into his arm as he turns with it, avoiding a major strike. The second arrow, whack, he just grabs clean out of midair right before it strikes him. Zion, you hold your hands to the side of you with your palms facing each other and your fingers splayed out as Hagen showed you. You focus on the energy that you can feel building between your hands and three bolts of pure force appear and fire outward. What is Turtle Bay? Turtle Bay is, uh, it's a smaller town that's basically fishing, and they also have a large turtle population, and they have an annual turtle festival. Well, of course. Turtles? The mayor has a hat that is shaped like a turtle and wears all green coats. That's awesome. That, he sounds delightful. You see the two stone doors beginning to slide open. Fuck. Uh, um, what did you do now? Cool! <laughs> All right, well, I'm rolling my eyes because I tried to tell these idiots and they never, ever, ever listen. Nope. The walls and ceiling of this dome are covered in intricate stone carvings leafed with gold and silver. It depicts the dead god of Earth, Ogun, as a mountain tall enough to partially blot out the very sun. At the foot of this mountain is a young elven woman, her belly full with child and her arms outstretched. I go up to it and then I like jump and get on it. The room shunk, seals off, okay? And the statue begins 
to gather. Sure. Silver dust begins to empty into it like an hourglass. It begins to, to fill up at the feet. Torvik, where you are. Para and Zion, where you are. I need perception rolls. You hear a creaking and a clicking and a shattering of thin layers of stone as you turn to see the dwarven skeletons rise, their eyes glowing red as they shamble towards you. And I play Doro Knot. I have blonde hair. It's parted down the middle to both sides. Invariably always wears a uh, dark maroon leather trench coat. And inside are various pouches and compartments, performance pants, and because I'm a halfling. What are performance yeah, pants? Yeah, what are performance pants? Performance pants are the pants you wear. Yeah, sort of. I'm Steven. I play Torvik Wildtongue. Uh, the dwarf paladin-ish person right now. Um, Fully reborn as a paladin. paladin. Yes, yes. I just had sap injected via vein. About a little bit taller than five, or a little bit shorter than five feet. Um, dark brown hair, long dark brown braided hair, giant dark brown beard, big belly, big jovial belly, uh, big arms from lifting steel and whatnot. And then I'm generally in my pub clothes, which are just like a brown you know, regular brown shirt and pants with a big black belt chainmail. This is clean. This I shall wear. Yeah. That kind of thing? Gotcha. Sniff it a couple times. Yeah, not completely offensive. Put it on. Go. Perfect. Hi, I'm Kay, and I am playing Fryany Tinuit, a uh. high elf bard. <laughs> um, and I am the tallest member of our party by quite a long shot. Uh, I'm about 5'10", with... Uh, like Torvik, long, dark brown hair, albeit no beard. Uh, currently worn in a braid. My traveling clothes are obviously fabulous. Right now I am wearing my leaf cat suit with my go pouch where I can keep all of my things. And uh, truly fabulous thigh-high boots. I am playing para. I am completely worst. naked. Aww. I yes. have skin just dark enough to get me into the alternate TSA line. I have black hair, uh, and I am unarmed because my party has never fucking thought to give me a weapon. I've been thinking about that all yeah, week, all you're for a two rage, weeks. You're, you're a, rage, a weapon. You're a rage monster. It's true. I am yeah. a rage. I'm also a rage monster, and I have, and, and because of which I burned off all my clothing, so I'm stark ass naked. So even if we gave you something, you would just destroy it anyway. You're like the Hulk, but with oh. fire. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That is not Hulk good. And human torch. Combined in some awful, annoying package. <laughs> oh, now he's now, now, now I'm crying. No, you wouldn't say that. Out loud. And he puts out his fire with his tears. <laughs> 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 all right, so this is how we're all laid out. Zion and Para are trapped in a room to the west. Torvik, you're on your own in the room to the east. Phryne and Doro are at the chamber to the north. There is a skeleton in the room in the west and a skeleton in the room in the east. Roll initiative. From everyone or just the people with skeletons? Just the people who have skeletons. Two. The skeletons Four. rolled a three and a five. Pear has a 15. So yeah, I right, well, we're all collectively kind of dealing with skeletons. It yes. would probably be nice to know in the back of your mind, oh, I have a bunch of piercing weapons. Yep. So that's probably not going to work very well. Yeah, I have bludgeoning. 
Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh uh. I'm calling. No, there hasn't been a there No one's seen a skeleton for 98 years. You don't know how to fight a skeletons. So put that out of your head. Okay. Who's up? Me. All right. Just you. You've seen. It's shins kind of like. That's not good. Yeah, no, that's not get good. Get with your stick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to hit it with my stick. All right, so uh, you just run at him. Just, ah! <laughs> gotta stop the screaming. Ugh, oh, five. Oh, oh. Four, so sorry. he was like, <laughs> <laughs> just catches the stick as he's like, not really, but I'd be on knocks it away, right? Gotcha. Okay, who's up? All right, now para. Para has no weapon or armor because none of you have bothered to give him one. So, I gave him a shirt. Yes, you did give him a shirt. But Para has no weapons and no he armor. He is a weapon. And Para yeah, doesn't know how to weapon. use it. So Para just like runs up and tries to grab him. As he's like fighting with you and being getting ready to basically chop your head off, he runs up and tries to grab him. And he rolls a one. Okay, I need a reflex save from you, Michael. <laughs> What's the reflex save? Oh, sorry, not a reflex save. I need a dexterity save. Thank you. Okay, you guys end up in a pile on the ground. You are both prone right in front of the skeleton. All right, who's up next? <laughs> okay, uh, Torbic. Do I get any feeling from this, like... It's bad. You like, know this is but wrong. like any sort of, like... It's just the fact that it's like no, no. Bit. It's okay. more than just the fact that it's a skeleton. You know this is wrong. You know this is an abomination. This stands so against it's, it's, everything. everything. I, it just yes. every bind. You know, yes, and you can feel that energy. You can feel that negative energy pressing against you. It's oppressive. It's thick. It's like a fog. You strike and roll weapon damage, and then that's got to do something to skeletons, right? All right, one second here. Let's look up how. All right, divine smite. Starting at second level, when you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one Paladin spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target, in addition to the weapon's damage. This extra damage is 2 die 8 for a first level spell slot, plus 1 die 8 for each spell level higher than first, to a maximum of 5 die 8. The damage increases by 1 die 8 if the target is undead or a fiend, which is certainly the case here. So, roll for damage. Do I have to roll for, or are you just gonna get Well, no, damage? you rolled to hit. Now the, now the spell just goes off. She just explodes <laughs> in a fragment of well, no, dust and bones. 2d8 extra damage, is that plus my? He's, he's already real, dead. Real, oh, yeah, real, yeah. Real, yeah. Real it is, it is <laughs> plus your weapon. He's real, real dead. Okay. He just shatters into a pile of dust. It's done. Do, I feel, I, do I feel <laughs> the fog just completely? Yeah, it's gone. You have, you have extinguished the evil around you. Okay, out of initiative. But there's still yep. one skeleton there. All right. I divine sense so, the shit out of that. He has a rusty sword, and he goes to plunge it into your chest because you fell right in front of him. Uh, hold on. I have a reaction. You do? All right. Okay, what does that make your armor class? Um, let's see here. <laughs> better, be, better be 14. I believe it gives you a plus four. Plus five bonus. Oh, so he goes, and he... Gives it right towards your chest at the very last second. Whoa, the armor comes up. He cannot get through it. You just saved your ass. That's no. <laughs> my turn now. Yes, it is. And I magic missile his face. Okay. okay. You start to. Okay, you start to, but then you feel a rush of energy you have not felt before, but it feels connected to your armor. Well, then I'm going to instead try to direct it. Okay, give me a straight wisdom. 
Oh, three. He doesn't destroy him, but you feel a rush, and he is slammed five feet back and pressed up against this wall. And you can physically feel the weight of him. You are pushing against him, but at a distance. Or Pierre's turn. Okay, so as you're kind of pressing him up against the wall, Para runs up and puts a hand on the skeleton and closes his eyes, and he bursts into the flame and collapses in a pile of fire and bone. Good job, Para. Hey, did not barbecue everyone okay. in the room. Good job, dude. Out of initiative. So we're all still in these separate rooms. No, now the sand. Now, as this has been going on, the silver has been filling the statue, and when it gets filled, all of the rooms open up. Walls just kind of lift up, and all the rooms turn, and they're all now facing open into the center together. Instead of the staircase lowering from the ceiling, the floor splits open, and a column rises up. At the top of this column are two outstretched hands, with the wrists at 90 degrees, and the hands open wide, as if they were holding something about a foot in diameter. We, we yeah. do have seeker stones. All right, so maybe you take one of yours, I take one of mine, and put them in, you know, each hand. Okay, you guys kind of go up, and they start to glow brighter and tremble a bit as you're walking up. All right. Um, I don't want it to explode my face. <laughs> um, Come here, Nara. Yeah, here. Can you do? Oh, 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 oh! No, 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 no! Don't even hand it off, Dora. Right. Come on, Dora, let's go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. All right. So, you ready, bud? Okay. One, two, three. The room is filled with that same purple and pink energy, like a miasma, like a fog all around you. You feel dizzy and struggle to right yourself as your vision blurs. And when your vision came back around, the room you're in feels different. The walls and floors are kind of projected with this image. You stand in a wide open circle near the top of this huge onyx spire. And all around you for hundreds and hundreds of miles is a flat expanse of fields and grain. In front of you, four people are gathered around a pillar, much like the one in front of you now, with hands outstretched and a single stone hoop, just like the one you saw Orem wielding against Bados earlier, rests upon it. Each one of them has their right hand out and is grasping the hoop and seems to be screaming in agony as they do so. A burst of light explodes out from the center of the hoop and you are all bathed in blinding white. When your vision returns, you collapse back into the room, exhausted but unharmed. There was, you could, they were, there was definitely not a dwarf. Human elvy, like they were all this, that size. So they had to be humans or elves or something like that. As the room resets, the staircase once again descends from the ceiling, exposing the temple above. As you ascend to the surface, the room is again bathed in that pink hue as these naturally occurring seeker stones glow with your presence. As you step out of the stairwell and into the chamber, it grows even brighter, exposing two dozen skeletons in a semicircle all around you who turn and advance. Is this an initiative roll? Oh thing? yeah. The skeletons are first, all right, they are all going to come towards you. That's um, gonna hit you. 
and I was gonna miss you. So one of them, and you just kind of throw your shield up and block it, right? And the other one, as you're blocking it, comes in and just rakes down the front of your chest. It's kind of claws you, so it only takes two points of damage as you pull yes. away from its bony tendrils. Yeah, but I'm gonna shoot my uh, magic missile. All right, excellent. Everybody, everybody get down and then get ready to run. Um, and so I am going to cast in this circular room, mm -hmm. so it will theoretically reverberate around mm -hmm. uh, Thunder Wave. She just goes, get out! And a burst of thunder in a wave kind of thumps you in the chest as it emanates from her. This one, this one, and this one are shot backwards and then explode into dust and crumble to the ground. So all three of these guys are gone. <laughs> uh, I teleport towards the door. Okay. Oh, good call. Para says, go! <sighs> go! Okay. Striking at Friday. That's gonna hit you. Disadvantage. Oh, right, hang on. Does that work for everyone? When a creature you can see attacks a target other than you that is within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. So you need to choose okay. who, you're who you're defending. I would say the two weakest people looking are her and Para. Right, well, Para's on fire, so he's, he's fine. Excellent. So I'll... I'll... <laughs> Please don't die. No, you are lucky. <laughs> so he would, because I rolled an 18 first, yeah. he comes right for your face, and then a shield just appears in front of it, and the bony fingers dance off him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, next is going to be Para. Para gets missed. You get missed. I'm assuming, is a 12 going to hit you? Um, maybe. Well, you have that 12? That was 11. Oh, yes, plus one. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, it gets me. All right, you feel bony fingers rake across your shoulder as ah. you take only one point of damage. You're able to kind of spin out of the way. Oh, it's yeah, well, here. Well, they've all been clawing you. That's true. Oh, I don't critical one miss. We will resolve that in a second. That's not going to hit you. Does a 15 hit you? No, I mean, no. I'm going to run the fuck away. Mm -hmm. Of course, doing so, I'll have to pass through here, where that person is, invoking an attack of opportunity. What are the rules for him passing through uh, an your, ally? But you can't. Can you? We already established that we could in the previous Doro battle. Doro could. Doro. Because Doro can pass through. A space but you let me pass through. Smaller. Yeah, but he wasn't directly in that space. Oh, okay, just, I gotcha. Let me just find out real quick. Okay. Hang on, let me just look it up. Okay. And it's also ahead. around allies. Yes. Which you might can be move through a non-hostile creature space. Oh, done. <laughs> 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 and then. Anyway, back to the combat. If it's a diagonally from somebody, it counts as, as a movement and a half. Right, right. But I mean, it, I would be a, a, invoking an attack of opportunity right there, right? So two attacks of opportunity, but that's the only way I can go. I'm sorry. But you can run. So can you someone can explain 16. the attack of opportunity thing? All right. Well, I'm running, but when okay. I'm doing so, you can, if you're just running, he's right. Hang on. If you take the disengage action, your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks for the rest of the turn. That's what you've done, though. You've done nothing but move, so you can run without All being right. attacked. So that's your that's your attack. All right, so I also have a clear path out, right? Correct. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Excellent. There is a rumbling as you step outside. Great. And the doors are beginning to close. You can't leave Para in there. I push Para into them. 
The skeletons and I run out the door. <laughs> Problem solved. Thank you for your sacrifice, Para. <laughs> what? You'll always be remembered. <laughs> we'll call this Para Day. From <laughs> <laughs> we will remember you always. Doc, I'm going to start docking at you assholes. x <laughs> Who's next? All right, next is Doro. So you're outside. What do you do? Doro, we got to get you a bow. I have a bow. Start plucking them. What? What? That's piercing. It's not going to do anything. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. Okay, fine. Then I, I pull out my bow, right? She's going to turn. Yeah. Right? And I shoot at that one that's right in front of me. Four, and that is ten. Bing just straight, straight through his rib cage and carries on. All right. Now we uh, Para. <laughs> okay. Para drops down and is engulfed now in flames. Run! I can move and attack, right? You can move and attack, but you will invoke an attack of opportunity for leaving a creature's threatened space while doing so. Okay, that's fine. Whack! And just reduce him to dust because your strength on top of that just crack and just shatter his now, do head. I get? Does he get one opportunity of attack since I left yeah. his bubble? So. He claws at you as you leave and rolls a one and basically just gets completely entangled with his buddy. So these two are now like fingers and bones wrapped around each other and are wrapped up into each other. All right, Para held for as long as he could. It's not his turn. No, but he held an action. Oh, I That's what he was doing on his, on his turn, was holding an action until everyone got away from gotcha. him. He releases, and there is a burst of fire. That goes out to here, so everything in this thing just gets completely engulfed in fire, and all of these crumble to dust, and Para passes out. Shit. All right, uh, my turn. I am going to cast the cantrip of message mm -hmm. uh, and to him to say, Get Para! And you I'm... didn't yell that to him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my last spell. Okay. Okay. Get Para! By the way, as you're shouting that... Uh, okay. uh, get Para. Right. <laughs> There's nothing else I can do. Uh, I'm... Roll intelligence. Oh, I can use my butt. Uh, my yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I go there. Is it yeah? And and extend it. Extend it. And you can feel it straining. It will splinter. Even a magical staff will eventually splinter, but you bottom a couple rounds. Okay. So I am gonna uh, unleash firebolt. No, excellent. There. So you just kind of run up, and a bolt of flame just leaps out of your. You hurl a multiplier at a creature or object within range. You make a ranged spell attack, so you do roll a die at 20. Okay. On a hit, the target takes one die 10 fire damage. The flammable object of the spell ignites. Flies across the room, strikes the skeleton, which erupts into flame and crumbles to the ground. Okay, so I get out uh, sealed beards, rope. I leave it uncoiling in the spot where I was right. as I dash it. Okay, so you let it roll behind you, I'm assuming. So yeah, five. I'm trailing it behind me as I'm running in. So you dash to that point, and you see Doro run, just basically dash through, you know, around you, and trailing a rope as he's running, trailing his leaf rope as he's going. All right, Torvik. Realize what he's doing, so I reach down, and I grab onto the rope, letting it, sure. like a rappel, I, you know, letting it slide through my hands, but getting ready as soon as he grabs so onto that, I'm going to... Yeah. Are you going to step back through the door or right where you are? Um, I'll step back like right in the middle of the door. Right here? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, maybe a little bit farther back. Gotcha. Just for, 
you can hold the pole on the other side. Yeah, yeah right, exactly, it's right there. Kara <laughs> is like starting to come around and realizes that he's surrounded. So the first one kind of like digs into the back of his shoulder as he's trying to, to run and pulls him backwards. The second one just opens up the side of his neck and he is gushing blood. He kind of stumbles to the ground. He's still alive, but he is not doing well. Shit. Uh, I hold and steady my bars. All right. <laughs> you, there's one in the center of splinter breaks out and comes out of the middle of it. So a mm. little teeny splinter is broken away, the pressure is getting to it. Uh-oh. A cantrip doesn't use a spell slot. Correct. Can you I... go fireball, fireball, yeah. fireball, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I just want to toss another fireball at the one, you know, closest to him, who is presumably, you know, now collapsed. Okay, so yeah, fireball. That'll hit. Yeah, yeah, because it's 22. <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely hit. Roll damage. No. Oh. Oof, gone. Erupts in flame, collapses to nothing. I grab him, right? And I use my inspiration point. Yes. And then I teleport backwards as far as possible. Okay, roll it. You grab him, and you guys appear here. Way <coughs> past, like at the bottom of the stairs. I need a strength, <laughs> I need a strength check from one or both of you to get the rod out of the door. Between the two of you, that's enough. It pulls free and with a skeleton hand. And there are probably a dozen wild elves, all with longbows all raised at you, with Cebu and Adamil standing about 10 feet in front of them. Adamil is unarmed. Cebu's got both swords. Arms crossed, staring at all of you. We just here to talk. He waves, and but they keep them here. They're not putting the arrows away. You have been asked to leave the forest. We are now here to make sure you do. Where would you like to go? Turtle fest. Turtle fest. Turtle torment. Look, we're headed south. Yeah, to the human road to the south. Oh, Armin, could you be a doll? My things are in that pot. If you could just grab them as we're on the way out. You're talking to. Adamil? He, he laughs. He's like, no. <laughs> he, just, he just walks up. Alright, well, I reach into my pack and I grab uh, one of my two outfits and I hand it to Perrin and say, alright, try not to burn this one up. So how, how long is it to, to the road? Half a day's journey. Four of the elves vanish into the forest. Four are in front. Four are in back. Cebu is in the back watching everyone. You know, pissed as fuck. And Automil is walking with you guys. Someone's going to talk to this guy. You three's going to talk to him. I'm going to go back and actually talk to Cebu. Automil, what happened when you returned to your people? I explained to them what I had done. And they took away my guardianship. On top of that, they were going to try me. Until we heard about what you had done. Then they were more willing to listen to my side. And why is that? What is the, it about this temple? This temple has not been opened since the gods were. And we were told it would only be opened again when the gods returned. You have been deemed outside of the authority of the wild elves. And therefore so have I. So, so have you. Are you coming with us then? I am not. 
I shall return and I shall re-earn my position amongst my tribe. What are you connected to? The God of Speed. And as he says that, he just kind of, boom, 60 feet this way, grabs an apple, 60 feet this way, boom, and he's right back. What does your other... tribe think that is going on? What do they think you are? What do they think They have are? not told me everything either. But as far as what Hagen knows, she believes we are all attached to the old ones. That all of us are the new paths that these gods could seek. Are there others like you? We believe so. We believe there'd be one for every single god that used to exist. Though I have had access to my divinity for nearly a year, I have walked upon those steps of Odom's temple. Those doors did not open for me. Whatever the five of you are, is something very different. You seem to go quickly through the woods. Clearly they know the clearest paths. They're not trip, you know, tripped up by the underbrush and they cut a quick path through the woods to the else? road. Right. Yeah, Obviously. Who lived here? Right. <laughs> yeah. The Ironwood empties out onto a barren ridge that becomes a cliff overlooking the Southern Sea. The road curves and continues west, gently sloping downwards until it meets the sea at Turtle Bay. It's about 3 p.m. and it is a warm summer afternoon with a light breeze coming off the ocean. So mm -hmm. about another hour and a half of yeah, walking. That's it. I mean, I'd be inclined to just proceed to civilization and maybe find some place that has something to offer besides hammocks. I think right, that well, is an excellent idea. Definitely say my goodbyes to Adam Neal and say, well, if, if you ever need us, I, there's no way for you to contact us, but um, if you ever- If we need to, you, we will come find you. an hour outside Turtle Bay and you can start to see you know the ocean opening up you know and the hills are kind of lessening into more of a, a sloping green as you're coming towards the ocean and you hear a little girl yelling Oliver okay yeah. Oliver I'm not talking to a child if Oliver's not the name of a beer we're not stopping <laughs> Oliver that sounds like a little girl all right, well, I run, I run over to see at least what's happening. And I follow okay. him. So a little uh, bit off of the I follow the him? A little bit off of the him? trail towards where, the, you know, it just kind of drops away a bit, yeah, right? Exactly. There is a little girl, and she's about, I'd say 10, 11 years old. She's lying on her stomach, and she's kind of reaching over the edge. Over the... Stop! What are you... Whoa, little girl, what are you doing? Stop! Okay, she kind of turns up and she's like, Oliver, Okay, right, get away from the cliff now. So this little girl is there and she's got, a, she has a backpack that's open with an open, a flap, and she's looking down because about a 120 feet down on a little out cropping is a turtle. The turtle's on its back and is rolling back and, and, and forth. It's got about six inches if it goes this way. If it goes this way, it's going off. And there's no way it's going to survive that fall. How heavy does this turtle look? Looks like a turtle a little girl could carry. So it's like, you know, like this big for us. And like, okay. you know. So I can hand you my rope. Okay, so you're going to tie the rope off somewhere? There's like I a trace. You hand it to me. I'm not strong, strong enough to hold you up. I, I see you guys talking about this. Just, just I wrap trudge it, over this hanging rope. No, I hand him the rope. Wrap it around the tree. And she had a weird confidence that he's going to be able to do this. And then you start climbing? Just well, roll a strength roll yeah. right wrap it around, now. Wrap the rope around a tree. 
It's too late. They started. <laughs> just he just gave it to him and I just, just jumped out. <laughs> I mean, the idea is that Wait, we've gone Friday, deep. watch this. He's going to go over to <laughs> right. And they're like, they they're walking up. No. So I assume this is the resource. We're not walking. Yeah, we so stop. Yes, I All right, dressing. 10 minus 1 is 9. Okay, uh, no, you fall. Bye, so Dora. you start climbing and he falls onto ah! his knees. And I need a deck save from you. I see this and go, oh, shit. Yep. Run over as fast mm -hmm. as I can. Well, you're right. Waddle. 13. 13 plus? 13. Okay, you hit the side, let go with one hand, and are barely gripping on with one. I need a strength save. You cling on. I you see get this up heavy. There. I run over and I grab the Strength. Right. Uh, natural, oh, 20. natural 20. That's fine. I rip the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got you. <laughs> All right. You owe me a beer, asshole. That's All right. Wrong. So you are holding the rope. You are kind of holding the rope as well. You are lowering yourself to a turtle. All right. Yes. Just, just give me a climb check, which I guess is just a, a straight dex. Seven. Okay. Well, you fall. <laughs> Again. Okay. It's not a knotted rope. So you literally like start to climb down and then I guess just, just slip or you were trying to move yourself back around and just became like... Confused and you fall, so roll a deck save to, to hit the ledge. Okay, uh, 17. Okay, so you fall, but you're not that far from it, so you're able to kind of gosh, and you're gripping on the edge of the ledge, and the turtle is rolling back and forth right in front of I'm you. Trying to, I grabbed the turtle! Wait, 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 what are the rest you doing? Doro, are you alright? And this is why you think before you act. I'm still holding on to the rope. Turtle! Just okay. getting angrier and angrier just by wrap, the minute. Wrap it, wrap it around a tree. It'll make me feel better. Dora, why don't you just nudge don't, the turtle? Don't worry, little girl. I'll save, save your turtle. <laughs> um, all right, well, I distract the girl so she won't watch as uh, if Dora decides to do something. Like, there, there, little A little girl. strange. Right, okay. So, so she, I, I she turn around, she's like, don't look, don't look. I'm just so scared, mister. You just have to close your eyes and believe. Oliver will be fine. Oliver has to be okay. You know, I'm looking around Oliver's for another turtle because she probably die. won't tell the difference. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, it's Oliver. Look, <laughs> it's Oliver the second. Stop crying. <laughs>you guys and they don't look like the friendliest sort and then behind them there's a couple other people who have bows who are just kind of about with people maybe with 50 bows. feet back don't like us. and how are they dressed how's it going they're dressed like bandits are dressed that's what you would assume from your position you would look at these people and go bandits <laughs> you know what i mean we could actually really use your assistance we have yeah. great disaster Shh. below we would love to help you as soon as you give us everything you have. I turned to him and looked at him and said, wait a minute. We got one of your own down here. We're trying to help him out. You're going to have to give us uh, everything you own. So now they're out. So I, I, I yank the rope and get Doro up. Okay, hang on. Fuck the Let's turtle. go into initiative. In that case, I'm going to uh, move in front of the girl, attack with my uh, bow staff, my staff. Oh, you do want to hit someone with your stick. <laughs> also, I bet, and I'm just taking a guess here, you're trying not to reveal yourself, correct? Yep. I don't want to shoot a magic missile at these people here. Yep. 
19. Oh! That does, so. You hit something. Let's make a do that. You hit something before I ever roll the damage roll. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's no, minus one. I know, minus we, one plus one equals zero. Why zero. is there a plus? Oh, because it's a plus one. Because it's a, plus one it's a magical one. quarter staff, yep. right. It's a magic staff. Yeah, yeah. so I will definitely hit something for the very first time. Mm -hmm. So excited. I will uh, hit one thing. <laughs> I rolled a six. All right, so Yay. you just, I mean, you just crack him. <laughs> right out to hit the microphone. <laughs> you just crack him. Walk. Knocked him right out. Oh, they have ale. Sorry, hang on. And I drop the rope, draw the hammer. All right. And go All right. After. So you drop the rope, and I, I, I assume just go straight forward. Yeah. Correct. Gotcha. Rage. Yeah. Withdrawal. Rage. Pain. Question before you deal damage: Are you doing lethal damage? No. Okay. I never do. I'll never. That's kind I of never, what I figured yeah. you guys were I doing. I just want to make sure. Unless, unless. I have no problem undead with or lethal damage if required. Yeah. I know you don't. Right. So. <laughs> so. For her, yes. Good. But for both Tormig and I, like, assume that whenever I'm sh hitting with my stick, unless I say otherwise, I'm intending to only do... That's what I assume. Needs must. <laughs> unless they're bandits. So Ruining doing... turtle fat. As Torvik charges forward, there is a weird light that kind of appears behind his eyes, kind of like a greenish yellow glow, very similar to those cat's eyes you saw right after he got out of the cocoon. And he just charges forward with a rage you haven't seen before. Right, just kind of lays into him, and you see a huge burst of light on into a ball. There's a dent in his breastplate where he hit him. Boom. And the other one's like, whoa, whoa. So all of them are now like starting to back the fuck off. I need perception rolls from the rest of you because we're out of initiative at this second. Uh, 10. Uh, I have. Uh, 19 plus 1 is 20. You definitely see her. She has run. The little girl ran to grab the rope. She tripped and is going over the edge. Deck save from you, Michael. From me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the only one who saw. You don't get to pick the best player to do the deck save. Well, he's also the one right there. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, my God. Sorry, little girl. Okay, oh, so <laughs> you go to guess grab her. Be, guess you'll be reunited with Oliver. And you aren't ready. <laughs> and you both go over the cliff oh. together. Okay. So both of them just fell. The bandits saw that. We're now back at initiative, so we got to re-roll initiative. All right, first to act is Torvik. So you just saw both the girl and him go over the edge. I look, I look to those three and I say, you see what I've done to you later. Do you want some more? Do you want some more? That's a good question. Do they want some more? <laughs> Ooh, no, they, want they don't. What did you, you get? Oh, they don't want they don't like none of this no, shit. No, they actually are now backing off. The bulbs have been lowered. They're backing off. We can now consider ourselves back out of initiative. Well done. Okay. I am going to try to grab the side of the wall and save myself. Okay. Uh, I want a dexterity save. Is the rope still up there? No. Or is it going over The too? rope has now gone over. She's holding it and falling. That is what has happened. No. Thirteen. Thirteen is enough. I need a strength to see if you can hold on, though. Nope. Nope. So you grab <laughs> your, your your fingers and you just start tumbling. Take these away from me. The little yeah. girl, unless she rolls really well, no, she's falling too. 
Uh, Doro, you're right there, so what are you going to do? They're both falling. Like, one's falling on this side, and one's falling on this side Ooh, of you. Well, what are you going to do? I want to right the turtle as I let go to grab the rope mm -hmm. and fall towards him to grab okay, him. that's one too many. You can't okay, right the turtle. Well, um, you, can, you can have the rope and push off and try and grab Michael. Did you roll a natural a 20? Natural as you leap off the thing with the rope in one hand, and as you're going to grab him, you realize the rope is extended further than it should be. And you do two quick tugs, and you wrap both arms around him, and she's coming towards you oh, yeah! at a faster and speed. Oh, yeah! And the rope pulls her up! Roll to, grab, roll to see if you can grab her leg as well. That's what, uh, 18. Yes. Oh, my God. So, you... Just two little tugs on the, on the rope in midair. You grab Zion. You're tumbling around, and you, boom, grab her leg as well. You roll to see that if, if, if you can teleport, and it said yes. No. no. Oh, okay, you're going to have one more try. Perfect. You're falling further. There's three of them falling. You can only get one spell off. Which one do you cast it on? Well, he's holding both the girl and Zion, right? What's the weight limit on Feather Fall, though? It's strength checks for him for choose, holding both. No, and, and I can choose choose up to five falling creatures within Fucking range. Fucking kidding me! Wow, wow. that's got to be a level Jesus. two spell. Jesus, did they change that it's spell? No, first level. Okay, no, well that's perfect up then. To five you falling creatures falling within range. Oh, wait, are you doing are you doing the uh, material mm -hmm. needs for it? What are the material needs for it? An actual feather. Let's assume that Hagen would have given her okay. one. Yeah, Hagen would definitely have given you Plus a I feather. I grabbed a Bella. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, because you have a feather yeah. bow, you can just, just pluck one off. It right <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you look at this. They're all spell components. As everyone else, as everyone else is freaking the fuck out, she's just like, guys, really, we've got this, and just waves a hand, and all of you, boom, and now you're just slowly falling. Would you like to try and pull uh, again? Uh, uh, uh. Right, magic. That's gonna take getting used to. And the turtle is falling off the ledge. the turtle. All right. So what are you going to do? I teleport towards the turtle to try and reach and grab him All as right. he's falling. Can you port? Yes. yes. So oh, oh, right there. Grab him. Dex. 11. Yeah, that's a, it's a big round thing. Wonk. Okay, you got the turtle in your arms. As you're floating down, the turtle is pulled completely inside its shell. And it kind of looks out. And it looks out. And it looks at you. And it leans its neck all the way forward, and it nibbles really gently on your nose, ah! and then pulls back. Ah! I giggle on my way down. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you're about 250 feet down now. How long is that rope? The rope can get 150 feet long. I recoil the rope. Right? And the little girl's like, I was so worried. Don't do that to me again. You have to win first place in this contest so I can buy the medicine for father. You don't have to live around here. You my name is Ella. Nice to meet you, Ella. My name is Doro. His name is Oliver, and he, nice and he you, thanks you Oliver. very much, Mr. Doro, for saving him. I'm assuming you live around here. Do you know a way towards the village we were heading towards? I think it was Turtle Bay? I'm headed to Turtle Bay. I'm going to enter Oliver in the best turtle contest, and he's going to win so I can buy medicine so my father feels better. So do you think it maybe you could lead us back to the village? We, if we walk along the coast, we could get there. Oliver likes the beach. And we walk in two groups. Yeah, one, so you guys one below, one above. The road gets closer and closer to the coast anyway, so this actually works out fine. fine. And eventually, about, I'd say, 10 minutes outside of town, it gets to the point where you guys can just clamber back up to the road. What kind of medicine does your father need, child? 
He's, he's, oh God, I don't know the exact medicine. It's not one that you have, though. It's the certain... You don't know that it's not one that I have. I have a lot of things. No, but as a DM, I know it's not one that you have because I wrote it that way. Because that is convenient to you and not me. But she needs 25 gold. She needs 25 gold to win this contest to buy the medicine that she needs because her father is ill. I mean, I have... Alone at 11 years old. I have some things that I need to take care of with my money, but I need to see how much it costs. But, you know, if... We'll see how the contest goes, and I'll probably help her out is if it, it goes poorly. Oliver is, as far as you can tell, a fairly exceptional a turtle. Hidden. <laughs> <laughs> as, as turtles go. As turtles go. years of turtle judging. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we make our way to Turtle's Bay. Right, and the whole way, she is like, she's like, I love Turtle Fest, and every year I go, and they have the most amazing food. And she's just like holding your hand the whole way. And what like, kind of food's there? It's, and, they have okay, turtle so soup to, and turtle to, steaks. To and reverberate it, it's like two children yes. talking to each other. Like, yes. what kind of turtles are there? What it's, kind of soup is there? They have they 17 kind of kinds of turtles. Do, do they have tickets? So what kind of animals are there? Do you get to ride them? Do you get to pet them? There's ponies dressed as turtles, and you get to pet them, and you get to ride them, and there's three times of turtle soup, and it's the best kind of turtle soup. And Which kind never of turtle, turtle soup, soup is the best, though? All the kinds of turtle soup are the Best. <laughs> Back and forth, angrier, for half an hour. And angrier. God, there are so many reasons why I'm really happy I didn't fall off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> you had to give him that feather thing, didn't you? I know. Oh. Our lives would be so much easier. As you enter the town of, as you approach the town of Turtle Bay, you uh, are greeted with the sight of several Ani galleons offshore with their crimson sails, you know, dressed along the sides with gold. No, I think I know where we'll be staying tonight, gentlemen. <laughs> exactly. There's also an elven ship from Ryland in the mm. bay as well. Do we notice any Kadarian vessels? No, no Kadarian. No, there's fun here. No, no. Torvik cannot, <laughs> cannot give a shit less about any of that. He is just beelining it. No, as you guys are walking down the faster road, and faster away you from get you guys. to about where there's like six wagons loaded up, and there is uh, a stop point where there are soldiers basically talking to everyone as they go in. And you see a couple people ahead of you, like, pulling out a sword or handing over a dagger as they're heading into a town. So it looks like they're checking for weapons. Let me go first. What yeah. with the limp? They, uh, okay, so as a, it takes about 10 minutes to go so, through this, but as you're going up, you can easily tell who these guys are. I, they are the Order. It is a peacekeeping force that, acts, that, that answers directly to the King of Brennus. The King of Brennus, who yes. is subject to the... Emperor and God King of Ani. Absolutely. We're heading into a TSA line uh -huh. for yeah. inspection. Yeah. yeah. You're first, I assume. I am first. <laughs> uh, excuse me, gentlemen. You guys have to leave all your weapons oh, here. I, uh, Thank you fine. very, very I, much. Whatever. I, I don't care. Take it. We have diplomatic immunity, so. You do, but you'll leave your weapons here. No, my diplomatic immunity, you don't have any right to go. We understand, ma'am. However, the king is here. You'll leave your weapons here. I just, I'm literally <laughs> yeah, handing this, over There's different just, rules for today. So yes, you're absolutely right, but not while the king's here. I mean, I've thrust everything into my diplomatic pouch, which he isn't allowed to look at. And well, he will agree to that. He will not look in your diplomatic pouch. He will ask it, for your crossbow, however. <laughs> that doesn't fit Because your diplomatic pouch is, I mean, it's, uh, it's still fairly big. That's like, fine. I can, yeah. look, guys, I can buy you all new weapons. It's fine. Whatever. Go. They don't <laughs> ask for the staff. They don't ask for a step. Because it looks like a walking step. Like, like they take my step. shield and my armor. Probably shittier than that. If yeah, they're gonna walk. No, not wood. your armor, but they will want the a shield. Are you, you trying not? to hide your daggers? I'm gonna try a dagger. Understood. Dora walks in with one dagger. So I have a question. I'm sorry. What yes. is your name? 
Dennis. <laughs> yeah! Dennis and Randall. Dennis of Brennis. <laughs> I am Sir Dennis McGinnis of Brennis. Alright, Sir Dennis McGinnis of Brennis. Where are you keeping our things? Your things will be put into lock. There's like huge trunk lock boxes. They take your name. They lock everything oh, up. No, they no, write no, the no, name no, down. No, 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 no. I've, I've already taken your name. So. <laughs> Just so we know which one's yours. As soon as you want to leave, your things will be right here. Just come back to this checkpoint, everything will be here. As you guys clear security, you hear a blast of trumpets as the royal delegation from Ani enters the town square, led by none other than King Jacob Cladivo himself. He is dressed in full armor, shields strapped to his back, and dual long swords wrapped at his waist floating in midair as he glides along, waving to the crowd. They love the king here. They are throwing rose petals of both red and gold in front of him as so he comes in. Magic yeah. to... The like king's a... got powers. Yeah. Okay. Because of the, the, when the old, when the god of man died and passed on all of his armor and weapons and crown right, right, and everything, okay. he is wearing multiple artifacts. Okay. So he has an unbelievable amount of power, which has basically risen him to demi to demigod status. Is this like a parade? Oh yeah, yeah. There are. Uh, I would there's... have ran up into the parade and joined the crowd of just no, no, no. Ran... Okay. Of random. Uh, no, you wouldn't have because there are guards along the edge of the crowd. No one's running into the square right now while the king's oh, there. Oh no, I'm but... joining the rabble. Oh yes. But... Uncle Jacob! So as the kings are floating along and you guys are running up, I assume, and the little girl's running with you because she's excited too. It's the king! It's, it's the king! It's I don't care about the king. Hey. So I'm not with them. He remembers you because Obviously. who would forget? And you see him just kind of do this, right? And go right back to waving. You, you immediately, and the rest of you as you're walking up, notice several guards coming towards oh, you, yeah. and you hear, Hey, Franny! Hey! Hello! Hey, Franny, what's up? And Brannock comes out, dressed in <laughs> his full uniform. Brannock, the tiny head Brannock, tried. I was going to say, Brannock, your head looks as tiny as ever. Oh, uh, listen, the king wants you to come to his table. He has the best ale. Yeah. Hey, we're going, let's go. Hey, it's good to see you. Where you been? It's a good part. Yo, there's going to be a dance. I'd heard rumors. Well, I just thought, you know, maybe, like, we could go. I gotta go work, but it's good to see you. And he like gets back in line, and you guys are being marched. So I guess you know that. No, we are being politely escorted. escorted. Yes, <laughs> es yes, you're being marched. politely escorted towards the end. Let me actually pull that up. On your left is a cemetery as you come into town, and on your right are various small houses and fishing shacks and other parts that just kind of make up the downtown core of the city. You proceed into the town square with the Shellback Inn on your left and the Trade Ministry and kind of Guild Hall all in one building on the right. Torvik, if you want to go do some armor stuff or pay your dues, that's where you want to go. Just past the square are the town docks that feed into Turtle Bay. And there's a private dock further on to the west. As the town meets a point off into the bay, the Temple of Ayus rises out, the one stone building in the whole town. There's a cutout towards the main tower where you can see sky through it. And from where you're standing right now, the sun is shining right through that cutout and casting a long shadow in the shape of a crescent moon across the town square. All right, and you guys enter, and it is lovely. And they also ask you, like, you know, well, it's not dinner time yet, so they walk into the Great Hall and they give you official 
invitations. Is this like an all-access pass to Turtle Fest? That's basically what you're being given. They're, they're, they're kind of just yeah. like, you know, going over kind Force of the rules with wild. you. When the king walks in, statue, they don't need to tell you, but they tell you guys when the, when the king approaches your table stand. You know, don't start eating before he starts eating. Don't lift the glass before he before he lifts the glass back in the thing, right? So wow. they go over. Uh, so this lasts about. Should we just have a whole rolling battle of etiquette? This lasts about. King, this lasts about an hour while they're also <laughs> taking your measurements. Okay. However, so this is. however, they come through with flutes of wine as they're doing all this. There's <laughs> 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 like ten flutes of wine for everybody. I grab hey, all of them. The girls with you and they in the drill. Yeah, she's like laughing, and they give her like a little like apple juice or something, and she's sipping it, just holding the turtle the whole time. I'm like, oh, it's like you're part of the group now. Yeah, Ella, Ella, we now bring in. Yes, no, no, the little girl's coming now. She has to get back to her sick father. Ella, what's the? So these are Anian servants, right? He might die. What are you rooting for? Ella, what's the name of the medicine that your father needs? Oh, and she says, it's this plot device medicine. Oh, all right. <laughs> plot Excellent. Device, Excellent. Um, it, it, you over there, um, if you could just go fetch the plot device medicine for me, that'd be great. We'll be right on top of that plot device uh, medicine. Nope. Excellent. No problem at all, ma'am. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, as Get the plot device medicine. Get it right now. And <laughs> as we we need two cc's of plot device. <laughs> <laughs> I need mine to be green because she knows that it's Turtle Fest. And exactly. Everyone to the Turtle Ball all, is supposed to wear green. And if you don't us. wear green, they can pinch you because pinching turtles. Ah! <laughs> well, I'm going to make sure to wear green. Then. Yay! I'll be in green and you'll be in green. And yeah. we'll all be in green. We'll I'll take green. a green suit. Yay! Now, she's been brought her medicine, so she has it. Yeah. Yeah. But she still wants to win the contest. That's fine. No, no, yeah. Let's go win the contest. Um, uh, Come on. Don't, okay. Don't wander off alone. You have your dad's medicine. Isn't he really sick? Doesn't he need it? Shouldn't you be, uh, you know... God, that's a good fucking point. She's like, oh... We'll enter Oliver for you. Will you? I will! Would you enter Oliver for me? I absolutely I have to get back to my dad because I'm a responsible kid and not an asshole, so I'm going to run back home. This would have happened a long time ago. You're a responsible asshole. You let your... Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That can happen because she's a little girl and she shouldn't be in the woods alone. So sure, yeah, absolutely. She shouldn't have her turtle by the fucking cliff. Yeah, she <laughs> shouldn't be. A, there's a lot of things that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, good. So Ella. She's excited for turtle fest. But she's more. But she's more excited about her dad being better. You know. But she still wants to be with her dad. Okay. Like, you know, yeah, that's why she's here. Off so she, goes. But she does run up to you and she's like, will you put Oliver in the contest for me? Yeah, I want him to win because he's really excited about it. What is the contest? I'm it's make, best turtle contest. I'm going to make sure your turtle wins this contest. The, the, the rules for best turtle is? Yeah. Yeah. What are okay? What are the rules? The rules go uh, this way. So I'm gonna, I'm I want her to explain. Is Oliver alive and entered? He wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's he how is, my mechanics for Turtle Fest work. He is. Okay. He is, after all, an exceptional turtle. <laughs> yes, he is. He's rather exceptional. Yes. Like nodding and then. Yeah, yeah, I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs>
Excellent. No, oh, that's outstanding. All right, all right. So I like it. He I starts like it. to. So here, got all over, tucked under your arm, and you're going back to the oh, yeah, registration area. The whole time. Yeah, totally. Okay, so you're going I carry back. I him around like he's my briefcase. There's a middle kind of runway area where they're putting different turtles, and turtles are walking, and they're giving them leaves for standing with their neck up and and straight. And you notice that you know all like their tail kind of pointed out like a proper little turtle pose like that in turtle form basically i stopped torvik while we're coming up and i'm like listen your name sir uh doro not and your turtle's name oliver oliver not excellent oh well i mean his his last name is a not but i is he adopted (laughs) i'm his guardian oh oh you're entering a friend's turtle exactly friend turtle oliver that's not a penalty is it no, no, of course not. Oh, yeah, you are sh- are showered and dressed and wearing your very, very fine outfits. I'm assuming you're going to wear the fine outfit they brought you. Paris seems to. Paris clearly never worn anything like this ever. Well, and he burns all his clothes off. Well, that needs that 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 he's a poor farmer, you know. So like, yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah. He is. He is clearly enjoying this a lot, and he is excited to see the king. Anybody who's anyone doesn't show up until it leaves eight. I'm no one. Yeah, exactly. So we, we, me and him are just ready to go. So the inn has been dressed up with emerald, you know, bunting, and there's like a big wooden turtle, and he's got a big, huge happy face as you're walking in. It's all charming. It's, it's nice. It's nice. And they've really put what seems like, you know, They've gone above and beyond a bit to try and accommodate. Some rustic effort. Yeah, there's like an emerald rug that leads into the inn. There's some little things they've done. They've lit all the candles. You know, they've clearly dusted all the sills. Like everything's clean. You know, they've gone the extra effort to look good for the king. Are clearly out of place. Well, you guys don't look like you're out of place, though. I mean, you guys, they, they, you were able to bathe. They trimmed up your beard a bit. They gave you guys. They didn't touch the beard. They didn't touch the beard. Haircut. Fair enough. Don't touch the beard. Yeah, there'll be haircuts, everything. They give you guys massages. You guys are looking pretty damn good, actually. Not like you just stumbled out of the woods. All right, so you guys head in, and it is lovely. It's not particularly filled. There are, basically, in the open area, they've just pushed all the tables back into a moon shape where they are all dressed with emerald table claws, and there are candles, and there are plates, and everything's set up, but there's no food out yet. There is a main stage, kind of in a half moon against the wall, and then there are, there's like a bar off to the side, and there are people setting up everything. The moment you walk up, you are offered champagne and an assortment of meats and cheeses. Para is looking a little tipsy. Para's a little tipsy already. He is not one that's... Pace yourself, Para. Okay. Para, we've got a long night of partying ahead. I'm in. I am in. So you see the guy who went to get the ale kind of turn his like that towards the a stage. And they start playing like It's, it's, there's, there's, you know, just, just a little bit of background music lightly in the background. They weren't planning on playing this early, but there's people here, so, 
you know, they're playing. Mm -hmm. they're socially superior. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. If the, you know, things don't go horribly awry, presumably all of us have non-traditional lifespans. Right. That's a very, Here's that's a very fair thing to think, like, yeah. If we, if, if we are, like, you guys had hints about this, but Ademil just kind of underlined it. He's like, yeah, according to Haggins, you're all attached to one of these planes of existence. If that's the case, well, I won't believe that I'm a god until I don't have to shit and eat anything. Or unless someone asks you if you are one. But you're then you still, say yes. But you still choose to eat cheese. Yeah, right. I, I don't need this, but I desire it. <laughs> Bring me all the cheese. Make my palace of cheese. <laughs> Only for a short period of time, though. Yeah, and then it would cease that. being the best place ever. This is for two days and then just... Who allowed this to happen? Take this away, this was foolish. <laughs> You're all punished. Okay. That'll be another palace of cheese. All right. It's fresh. Okay. Just, build, just build palaces next to each other every two days. <laughs> Unwrap a palace of cheese. Palace. This one, Munster. This one, <laughs> yes. Who oh my god, this sounds so amazing! Who built, I could eat my way through who roots. Built with the limb burger, that was the <laughs> <laughs> You guys talk for a while, and then there is a blast of trumpets. Enters the king, walking this time, not floating. He steps in, he's dressed in very, very fine emerald garments and an emerald cape. He's about six foot two, six foot three, very dark skin, short cropped hair, short on the sides as well. His hair is black, graying at his temples. He is accompanied on his left by his great great granddaughter, a princess Avani, and the next in line for the throne. How old is the great granddaughter? Uh, she looks like a little older than they would be look, so maybe like 18, 19. A toast to 50 years of peace. May it continue forever. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Brian, it's good to see you here. Hey, it's good to see you at all. Always wonderful to see you, Uncle Your father is quite concerned. Well, I, I am looking forward to reuniting with my father. I think there are things we need to talk about. I'm sure he'd love to see you. Why don't you return with us? Your friends? My traveling companions. They may return with us as well. Welcome to Turtlefest, gentlemen. Turtlefest! <laughs> now, you know him fairly well. Enough that, I mean, he's not someone who hangs out a lot with people, but he always seems to like kids. So especially when you were younger, he really just loved playing with you guys and you would hang out. And you were always, like, never really a child. You were always kind of like very, very proper, even when you were the equivalent of like 10 or 11. So while everyone else was running and playing with hoops and whatever, you would just be sitting and reading and he would just kind of join you and you guys would talk. And that's kind of how this bond began. So this is kind of very familiar for you two. Okay? It is, isn't it? He like started taking to this elf. While she's like learning and totally, stuff. totally. So cute. Well, because she was such a different little elf. I mean, who wouldn't be just charmed by her, you know? I just picture all the elves, actually. Is that racist? Uh, staying inside and reading all the time? No, all the high elves? Are, they're not I really interested in the elf that's running around playing soccer right now. What the hell is this? Well, I want to be a berserker. Wow! <laughs> cool! Like nature and outside. Yeah, even the high elves really like nature and that kind of a 
aesthetic, and they even incorporate it into their stone and everything else. But no, you were like, no, the this is a good side. Nature at, at a distance. Well, no, no, no. They have huge gardens. They love it there. They're about controlled nature. Yeah, while the wild elves, elves are about yeah. letting it do its thing. Exactly. Yeah. And wild elves are into nature, whereas high elves are into landscape architecture. <laughs> basically. Yes. <laughs> basically. Tiffany. No, no fucking way. She is not being called Tiffany. Not a goddamn chance. S I R E N A, as in siren. So, Sirena. Sirena. <laughs> That's gonna be hard to say a bunch, but I like it. So, Sirena. <laughs> I head out into the town, start heading towards places where there's congregations of people. I'd imagine somewhere where they're drinking. Yep. You do a little thing called just testing the waters. Basically, you start looking for people who are doing shady things. You think someone's doing shady, you kind of thieves can at them. If sure. they thieves can't back to you, clearly they're a thief. Perception. Twelve. That's actually enough. It took so like you're three seconds to add. You're down at the uh, you know in in the market area for a um, while. There's basic there's basically a a fish market on the docks right on the docks that is attracting a lot of people. And then there's also which docks? There's two. There are two docks. Not not the uh, there's like the private docks up here and then oh, the public the docks, docks down so on the south. No. And then between that where the fish market is all the way up to the main guild hall is just okay. tents and different people set up with it's stalls. Like yeah, they're selling turtle trinkets and turtle shells and little turtle carvings and Soap turtles and turtle, 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 and turtle soups and everything all the way up. Turtle best of luck. I kind of sure. want to buy like a souvenir or something. Do you want to so like buy, buy the next turtle hat? Buy a souvenir? Yeah. I like turtles. No, like, he, no. he wouldn't steal from them. He's a very specific type of thief. Is, yeah. yeah, not this way. We nope. can take this. Well, there are oh. turtle hats and there are stuffed turtles and there well, are. something I can kind of have for the rest of my adventure? Like, a, in our world, a keychain type of thing would be really cool. What are the things you get at uh, King's Dominion? Some kind of turtle. Yeah. It's yeah. like a phone yeah. turtle with a leash. Like, I like could a, see, there are, okay, hang on. Uh, there is one yeah. particular older I mean, woman. They have keys there. You yeah. can literally get the, a key ring. There is an older woman in one of the stalls, not nearly as adorned or as large as the other, and she is just quietly whittling away. A turtle bone shell that she has cut up into pieces, and she is just whittling tiny little turtles, one after is the she, next. By the, oh my god! Okay, so she's whittling turtle bone. Yeah. Is any of this shit dice by any chance? She has dice. Fuck yeah! That's exactly what I do. I in fact go to her and uh, say I would like to purchase your gambler's dice. She has a beautifully carved set of uh, two dice, two six-sided dice. Uh, no, I'm sorry, five, because they comes in pairs of five for different dice games. So a set of five, six dice that have been carved out of tortoise shell and then inlaid with some sort of silver on where she's carved out the dots wow. and then inlaid them in. Oh my Very god. Very nicely done. How much? Uh, two gold. Two gold? I'm not even going to mess around with you. You wow. can have it. There you go. Oh, she's quite happy. Oh, well, thank you, young man. Thank you very much. As you're doing that, out of the corner of your eye, you spot someone you know. There's a halfling there from your guild. And no you see way. him working one of the other stools. His name is Griff Longfoot, and you know him well. Griff? Yep. Griff is here? Griff is here. Uh, I whistled to him, and thieves can't. Like, in a way that would be like, you've got to be kidding. But you like, whistle, and he hears yeah. it, 
and he perks right up and he looks over and he and he looks white as a ghost when he sees you and he moves to vanish into the crowd. So your perception versus his stealth. He runs into the alley and you run after him and you're not sure which way he went and he's gone. Back into the party. You guys have been hanging out for a while and she, as much as you're trying, she clearly does not want to be here. I feel like I would pick up on the fact that she doesn't want to be here. So I kind of, you know, try to inch my way over to talk to her. And, I would say you guys are seated like, right next to each other. Lots, you don't look like you want to be here anymore. I'm here because I must be here. What are the chances of you and me getting on the way out of here and have some real fun? She looks bemused and she turns to you and she's like, what do you got in mind? Have you ever been to a surf party? Surf party? I have not. What is a surf party, my friend? The ones lower than you, the ones you usually don't talk to. Oh, a surf party. I'm thinking like... Oh, no. Like, are we going like, Yeah, are we going to the 1950s? Where on earth are you going? Oh. She kind of looks this way and boom. She grabs your arm and she starts leading you right out the front. You see him go, that's fine. Well... Yeah, I'm not doing anything, because what, what am I... Torvik, don't take the princess? <laughs> I think... This is para. I think Torvik's going with the princess. Um, yeah, I see that, Because I, I think that they're going to go somewhere. So we should follow. We should follow them. I can make a light. We should follow them. <laughs> we should follow them, and I'll show, I'll show the way. She's she wants me. to dance. She wants, She's into, and she wants this kind of dancing, not that hoity-toity bullshit. She likes to jump around and stomp and be physical, and this is exactly what okay. she's into. And then she just reaches into her pocket, and she just scatters about 10 gold onto the counter. Round for everyone! Yeah! Because that's really weird that he would have been like, you know, oh... There's somebody I know mm-hmm. and recognize, and he knows and recognizes because he physically reacted. And yes, he, he did. Ran away and vanished. Like, yes, he did. Well, I. He is being very careful, and he's good at what he does. You yes, actually lose yes, him are. once, and then have to kind of like go back, and you catch him again, and you follow up, and it takes about 20 minutes to get down towards the fish market. But he is clearly going towards a boat, you guess. You're not sure, but there's a lot of music and a lot of things picking up, and you're heading towards that right now, like a big party, it looks like, down by the docks. Fuck it, I whistle to Griff. Griff, Griff, wait, where are you going? Stop! Okay, Griff hears you, and then, like, turns, like he looks like he's going to bolt up the dock. What do you do? Up the dock, onto the ship. You're going to just chase after him. Yes, what is he doing? Roll athletics. Oh, God, my fucking twos. A ten. Okay, he trips. He trips on the dock, and he falls, and he goes to get back up, and you're up, and you're on him. What do you do? Do you tackle him? Yeah, I stop him. I would like to stop him. Okay, roll to grab him. Roll to (laughs) grapple. Ugh, one. (laughs) One? Okay, yes. So, you roll to grab him, and he's like, no, 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 and you both just trip and tumble right off the dock into like a very, very shallow water below. And he splashes down. He's like, please, Toro, please don't, please, please. Stop! What are you doing? Why are you running from me? What is going on? I thought, 
And you thought what? What? What are you thinking? Please tell me what you're thinking. Toro, they're all dead. Dead? Every single Who? one. They came and they killed all of us, man. They were looking for you. Whoa, slow down, slow down. Who is dead? The whole clan, man. They burned the place out. They're all dead. They killed? They killed everyone, the man. The whole guild? They're they all the whole guild? Dead, dude. Every single one is dead. Basso's dead. Everyone's dead. They killed all of them. How? I don't know, but I know it's the Baron. He came for us, man. They burned the whole place out. They were looking for you, man. I like living. I like breathing. I'd like to go on continuing doing that if we're cool. Fine. So All right, man. See ya. And he's just gone. This is I'm not a great a start to Turtle oh. Fest. So on that bit of a down note, thank you for joining us for episode 10 of God's Fall, chapter one of Turtle Bay. Next week, we will be coming back for chapter two to close up the first half of season one. We're then going on a one month break so we can get caught up on the editing so we're not knocking these things out last minute and so we can protect the quality of the product we've made so far. So we're gonna keep working through this break and when we get back, we're gonna have a ton more content for you. But before we do that, make sure to come back next week for the second half of Turtle Bay. See you then.